Well, thank goodness we have Vaughn's Friday theme song because at least that tries to pick up our spirits a little bit. Right, Vaughn? Yes, and we need yes. heavens only knows. Hey, our third pandemic briefing in four days today. You want to know how fast this Omicron thing is developing? There's your answer. That is so true, right? Because nothing was on the schedule for this one even until, no. what, late yesterday? No, no. And uh, Wednesday, of course, was a was a fixer-upper with Adrian Dix. Uh, I mean... This thing is not going away. In fact, it's uh, threatening to sweep over us before we're ready. Okay, so before I get into that, can I just ask you, did you feel the earthquake this morning? No, I was awake too. Uh, didn't notice anything, but I, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm thinking of posting a watch for the plague of locusts since that seems to be <laughs> pretty much the only Old Testament biblical thing that hasn't happened to British frogs Columbia yet. Frogs falling from the sky. Yes, I know. I was feeling the same way when I heard that this morning. I thought, oh, please say you're joking. Uh, okay, let's talk about this briefing today. Very likely that more restrictions are coming. Yeah, we are getting more restrictions, I think, because we're getting a tech briefing, and that usually is in a, uh, because the guidelines are complicated, because if they are complicated, that usually is a sign we're getting a tech briefing. So I think that's what's coming. I, I, a couple of things they've said this week that I think are interesting. You know, the, the question to Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix is, hey, are we talking hockey games? And their answer is interesting. We, BC does a lot of contact tracing. We find out where you, where you caught the, the, the virus, where you caught COVID-19. And the contact tracing says it, the fault is not these mass events like hockey games, although there could be a problem there with Omicron because it's more transmissible. It's private social gatherings. And, you know, it's family parties and Christmas parties and all the stuff that if you're indoors, you should be masked, you should be taking precautions, and people have let their guard down. So I think that's the sort of thing we're headed for. Um, the interesting thing, though, about the social gatherings thing, Simi, this segues into why there's such a public outcry in British Columbia for rapid testings. Because I've heard from a lot of people now who say they want rapid testings because, for example, they've got their children coming home from university or they're having a family party. They want to be able to make sure everyone's okay. They want to check them before and after. And I think that explains why suddenly British Columbians are going, where are our rapid tests? Because as you know, Simi, other provinces, they're available for home testing. Yeah, let's talk more about the rapid test situation because this seems to be something that unites everybody, even people who would normally be quite supportive of everything that Dr. Bonnie Henry does. You're right, Simi. I've been grumbling about this in print in the Vancouver Sun. I have a piece today, and we've talked about it on the radio a couple of times this week. And as you will know uh, from your own experience, normally when you are critical of anything Dr. Bonnie Henry's done, you hear oh, from the yes. fan club. Uh, the people who think she can do no wrong and think it's wrong to criticize her. What are you, an epidemiologist? What the hell do you know? Um, and, of course, you hear from the crackpots out there, too, who think she's wrong out about everything and she should be fired. Well, this time, uh, I've heard a lot of feedback, and it's all very constructive. It's people explaining why they think rapid tests are important, why they think British Columbia has gotten it wrong, uh, wanting an explanation for um, why BC didn't get rapid tests the way they have elsewhere. And I think the message is connected to the government because here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that they're rethinking uh, what they're doing. Uh, I gather 
they're, you, you know they have these boxes full of rapid tests, right? Because uh, they told us that this week, 700,000. Yes. But you got to open the box, right, and take the tests out and break them down and put them together in little Ziploc bags and distribute them. Well, I gather that's what they're doing. They did it in Nova Scotia, and I gather that's what's going on here in B.C. is they're rethinking whether they can repurpose the tests for home delivery because there's such a public outcry for them. So, you know, if that's where they're headed, I always commend the government for admitting they got it wrong and rethinking. It's much more preferable than refusing to acknowledge reality as it comes at you. I hope that's what we hear today, but I gather there's already some serious rethinking going on in public health. You know what? Maybe we could open those boxes and hand out those tests. They're not perfect, but uh, no one ever said rapid tests were perfect. As I say, I think the reason so many British Columbians want this is because they see what's happening elsewhere. They'd like to go ahead with their family Christmas plans, and they know that rapid tests could help make those safer. I think that's very true. I mean, look what's happening in Ontario. They they said they were going to provide rapid tests through the uh, liquor control, like the liquor yeah. store, essentially. But Vaughn, you should see the pictures this morning on social media. I'm, I'm looking at pictures from different reporters. There's 100 people, 100 people in line at the Rito LCBO, and they haven't even opened yet. And the staff is saying they don't even have the tests. Yeah, well, that could be a problem here. You know, it may take a while to get the damn boxes open and get them out. So I don't know whether the government can respond quickly enough. As I said, I'm encouraged that they're at least rethinking blinking. Yes. <laughs> That's the first step, right? Rethinking um, blinking, Nova Scotia yes. did it through the public libraries, right? And they used volunteers. Here's another question for British Columbia. I don't know the answer to this, but... You know, given the way the NDP government prefers everything to be public sector unionized, did they reject the idea of using volunteers out of hand? I don't know the yeah. answer to that. But again, look, the the rumblings I'm hearing overnight is they're at least rethinking it. They get the message that British Columbians are impatient and unhappy, and they're going to maybe do something, uh, go to it, uh, let them do it. I think British Columbians really want this. And the one thing about it, when the government changes direction and does something, you know, yeah, there'll be 24 hours of, see, we told you so. And then everyone goes, God, I'm glad they did it. Yes, you know, nobody exactly. expects them to be perfect. Exactly. People are very forgiving. You just got to pivot when people need you to pivot. Uh, also, the interval policy is yeah. interesting, too, for booster shots. Yeah, so that's the, the other issue out there. And, you know, uh, the recommendation from NASI is six to eight months. That's true. That's what it's been all along. But there's all kinds of evidence that other jurisdictions are going. Omicron is different. It's much more communicable. It spreads more quickly. We need the booster shots to strengthen resistance to Omicron. And you're seeing it everywhere. Now, yesterday, uh, you know, we had a we had a go round on this. BC is sticking to six to eight months. Ontario, Doug Ford is saying, no, no, we're going to go to four months because Omicron's a game changer. The feedback I got was, hey, who are you going to believe, the BC NDP government or, or Doug Ford in Ontario? Well, it's interesting. Yesterday, Rachel Notley, NDP leader in Alberta said the same thing. 
we need a four-month interval because Omicron is a game-changer. So if new Democrats supporters won't listen to Doug Ford in Ontario, will they listen to Rachel Notley in Alberta? Because I think her motivation, look, it's political, it's always political with politicians, but I think her motivation is Omicron is a game-changer. We should rethink the schedule for booster shots. I think so, too. All right, we'll be talking more about that later, too. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Cindy.